0: Welcome to Tough Love Podcast with me, Mairead Lachman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ Matchmaking. And me, Stephanie Wigan, clinical psychotherapist and relationship expert. This week on this podcast, we are going to be talking about friendships, which we think are very important. We've said that, you know, friendships carry through in all relationships in
1: our life. Exactly. And did you know, Mairead, the quality of your friendships and the variety of your friendships has been shown very clearly in research Harvard University research not survey as I say a proper piece of three generational research that it enhances people's not only the quality of their life, their happiness, their sense of value Mm -hmm. in themselves. Also, it is protective of depression and stress and has been shown also that people who have longer, people tend to have longer lives who have very strong social connections. So there's a thousand reasons to get into this subject. Fantastic. So, Stephanie, you want to talk about friendships today yeah well i've been talking a little bit about friendships in light of the banshees of Inish and and i it really made me think about you know it in the context of all of us and the love and relationships and dating and so many so many people who who want to date and have great relationships you know they 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 don't always have a lot of friends as well you know they're running into problems there so I just thought let's open it out I'm not saying one equals the other in any way but let's just open it out the awkward friendships the good friendships when you want to end them what it's like when you start dating and your friends get resentful there's loads in there. I, I'm i actually really glad you brought up friendships because so often
0: when I'm talking to people that come to me for matchmaking, I'm like, you know, go out, meet people. And like what I'm hearing over and over is, well, to be honest, I don't have many people to go out with anymore because a lot of my friends are now married. They have kids. Yeah. You know yourself. Like they're not gone for nine months. They're gone for a year, year and a half in a lot of cases. And their life has now changed. A lot of people they may drift apart then um, yeah. from their friends because they now have this little family to look after. Whereas you might be still living the kind of career kind of go get it, pay yeah. for yeah. Pay your bills on denied. your own sort of job, you know. Yeah. So I am delighted we're talking about friendships because like, look, we we've
1: a lot to They are so important. Yeah, I think it's super important. So I'll just, just as a kind of a, we we often do the the sort of the facts bit first, if you like. But I think I'm just going to, can I just talk for a moment about this study? Because I think it is important that people know that... I, I've often hear people saying you know oh I think I have enough friends you know and I've I, you know I have friends that go back to school and I don't really need any more mm-hmm. friends and I think what are you talking about you should have more friends and you should be always enlarging that circle yes and, and it doesn't have to be friends like best friends you know like going around in school you know the girl who always had one best friend and yes. held her hand and walked around the yard but she never had another one you know you have to friends, friendships aren't all about intensity yes they're about variety and and I think. It, Different friends bring out different things in you. And Mm -hmm. this study that... This is a Harvard study that started in 1938. So there's three generations of people... Um, have been uh, examined if you like on okay. a twice on once every two years so the study was set up initially harvard it was um for, you know people entering harvard so they were young bostonians as they say and yes. then there was an equivalent group that were young teenagers late teenagers r- around the same age that were c- that were coming from different kind of backgrounds like a more deprived socioeconomic kind of group okay. that was the balance and yeah. the look etc and what it came through and there's a book written, by the way, on foot of this, which people might like to look at called The Good Life by a Dr. Waldinger and Mark Schultz. So that's just we We put that people. up on our Instagram. So Indeed. if anybody
0: wants to follow us on Instagram, we'll put up any notes we have. Exactly. From this.
1: OK, perfect. And um, but what was really what was really shown from that study was that and as I said, they're on the third generation now, that it is not just friendships, it is the quality of your friendships and bonds, but also the variety of them that makes the difference to your life in terms of you being happy, you being well, and it being protective against depression and all the normal sort of stresses I would 100% agree with that. Yes. So we're coming from a, you know, we are coming from a well-being place with this as well as, and there's loads of, I know loads of threads to it, but that makes perfect sense, doesn't it, to all of us?
0: I also think as well, we have different friends for different things, depending, like, you know... There's a friend that you, if you're thinking, oh, I'd love to go to that party. You're like, there's somebody pops into your head straight away. Or if there's something in your life that maybe isn't going as well, you're just like, okay, I'll give them a call. Like we get different things from different people. Now, it's not just them giving it to you it's sometimes you giving it to them you know it has to be a two-way people way.
1: beckon things there different is, things but, out you know, of you uh, different
0: they? people's ears are different as well if you've been doing yeah. something you shouldn't have been doing you know you might tell your more adventurous friend as opposed to yeah. the one that's like oh my god I can't believe you did that you know
1: yeah that's right because people I think people a bit like a bit like relationships romantic yes. ones people beckon different things out of us oh, definitely and, you know if you knew somebody in school Mm -hmm. say I would have a friend that I'm super super buddies with since school and we're still like 12 when we meet you know she still thinks I'm hilarious even though I'm not really that funny but she laughs because she thinks because I was always into telling jokes in school and I think she still sees me through those eyes. I used I to bring in all the jokes that I got from my seven brothers; many of them wildly inappropriate. Yeah. But I used to go in very happily and in tell them all. She so probably learned to...
0: that's your sex education, yeah. wasn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, I think so, honestly. And um, but I just think that's funny. People beckon different things out of you. Yes. And then just before this, just before we started, I was saying to you, like, we have become quite friends in doing oh, definitely. This. yeah. And it's a very but what I think is really interesting is we're, we're comp- we've we've only you know we've only met. I know we met four years. ago, But we really only met You know Through the podcast And maybe three or four times Professionally Yeah Professionally Exactly But the thing is We're meeting each other At a different point in our life Mm -hmm. You are where you stand In your age group What you are doing You don't know anything about me I don't know an awful lot You know I didn't know much around you So so what, what where Where's that friendship rest it rests on the commonality of kind of oh, some of this, what we can yes. share and then but the fun, and side. fun yeah and actually
0: often we very talk we talk about um, that we've quite healthy lives uh, you know you'd yes. have good friendships like you're often like I can't can't do the pod then because I've got tennis on or I have this dinner party or I'm going down the west mm-hmm. you know I'm like well I'm going here I'm going to play golf I'm doing
1: whatever so you know we have quite good friendships as well yes a good, which is exter- great. Yeah. good circle and and do you know the other thing? I know we're talking here now, f- we're saying friendship, but it's also about connection. You know, th- there's, um, there was a fabulous thing in the New York Times, in, and I would really encourage people to, to look at it. It <coughs> was about a seven-day challenge about how to check your social universe. I thought it was a great idea because it's this concept now of social fitness. Yes. Is your social life actually good enough? Okay. And we're not talking about have you enough dinner parties. We're talking about have you enough social contacts in your life and that's good I think a good way to look at it Can I put a little
0: sidearm here because very often people who listen to this they will be single and when you're finishing up with somebody okay like I mean in a romantic setting very often guys will say to you do you want to stay friends now I don't know if they actually mean it because I've actually never said yes but um, I just don't think that's a good idea
1: I not a great white, basis for friendship. It
0: isn't. No, because I really just think that they're, you're going to get lonely sometime and it's just going to be on the wrong basis is what I yeah. would say. And also exes. I'm just going to say it straight out. Yeah. You shouldn't be friends with exes. Now, fair enough, if you do have children, you need to kind of keep your hand in some way. But oh, I think of an ex,
1: an ex, if you can at all, just cut it off completely and move on. Yeah, I mean, parenting and children is a different yeah, issue Yeah, so I altogether. just want to throw that yeah, in the mix. I think that's a really yeah. interesting, yeah, put it in the mix. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would go with you on that. I completely, I, I think that it's, it's an inability to go forward that keeps drawing people back. You know, oh, we're friends, you know, well, sure, we could just go here and go there. No, you know what? Take that energy that you have and instead of going backwards, go forwards. And... Create new contacts, create a new circle. And the way you do that, of course, is by trying new things, going to new, starting a new hobby, um, trying a new group, um, following some new pursuit and just meet other people. You don't have to be buddies with everybody for everybody for that to be of benefit to you. It can be really good for you. Science shows us that your mood lifts mm-hmm. when you even talk to a stranger and have a conversation with a stranger endorphins yeah, exactly therefore yes. it is important as i say it's not just about friendships it's about bonds and connections mm-hmm. so if you're struggling start that go go out to, I'm not saying talk to every stranger you meet now well, that's But be my dad he talks to bloody
0: everyone and my mum actually when they're going on holiday says to me you're not allowed to talk to anybody until we get on the plane because she <laughs> spends the whole time the airport going would you come on yeah stop talking to <laughs> yeah.
1: everybody yeah, yeah I've, I'm a little bit like that myself because my husband always you know puts himself into a magazine on a flight and I have this big chat with whoever Effort is inside inside me. You, yeah. I love to chat yeah. with strangers but I just think it's something that people can think about you know I think it's no harm hmm. have
0: you ever broken up the friend or like finish with a friend. Definitely. Okay. I yeah. think,
1: I think if and you're not living me? life properly, yeah. if you not And haven't. they with me. Yes. I think, um, <laughs> I think breaking up with a friend, I would have, um, I suppose if I were to think of one or two or one that just comes straight mm-hmm. to mind, I would say I saw something in the person that I just didn't like. Yes. And I realized that's, that's a character trait that is not going to change and yes. it's not for me to change them, but it was not something that I liked to be around and I just drew back.
0: Yeah. Um I would say the same or a fundamental thing. I think some kind of red flags are if they start talking about their other very close friends. Um now I do think Do you mean like sharing confidences? Conf- things you yes. probably shouldn't know. So yeah, things yeah. like, okay, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but now if somebody tells me a secret, it is coming to my grave. I suppose that's why I'm good at matchmaking and yes. keeping confidences like that way. Um or uh, you know if they're not happy for your success when I yeah. launched a table for six I would have seen a few Um, I don't know what you would even call it but um, you know there is a saying or people pulling back Yeah, you you Jordan saying? Peterson would have said and I, it kind of resonated with me around the time mm-hmm. he was like if your friends can't celebrate your success mm-hmm. with you they're not your friends they're not your friends Absolutely. and so it did bring a lot of clarity with it now I yeah. do understand and I do think a lot of people will be familiar with you may have had friends in school um, and I certainly had there was four of us that were very close in school mm-hmm. um, and you know what I, I, I actually realised this Christmas that we never sent the text message saying happy Christmas into our little group mm-hmm. and we haven't met up now in the last year just since Covid I would think but yes, and we're COVID all in that yeah, picture. and we're all yeah. in a very different place in our life but I know if something happened in the morning it wouldn't matter how long it had been. And I think that's a good kind of basis yes, as a friendship. A yes, it is. Um, but I do, I did definitely see at different stages in my life people that are kind of, you know, they're, you know, you should be able to tell them your bad news and they should be there for you. You should be able mm. to tell them your good news and vice versa as well as a good friend. Um, you know, sometimes I think it might be no harm. I, I would like to think that I'm quite accountable. I would say you're yeah. very accountable for yeah. yourself as well. Um, that... Sometimes it's no harm to think to yourself, am I a good friend or what makes a good friend? Yeah. Um, and I think it's no and harm having
1: that clarity. And Absolutely. And what, but what you're saying there, I, <laughs> I, I think is kind of interesting. You know, we don't need like every friend to be the one we can confide in. No. We don't need every friend to be the one who, um, you know, we can go with with our deepest, you know, problem yeah. with our with a boyfriend or with a partner or mm-hmm. I don't think so. But. But if you consider them your really deep and best friend, you should be able to share those things with them. Definitely. And and if they don't want it or they don't want that from you, I think mm-hmm. then you have to read that for what it is. Yes. And Because I don't want everybody's problems no. when I'm, you know, I work with issues. So when I go out for dinner, I actually don't, you know, yeah. no, I don't want that. That's not what I want. I actually would have quite a light side and quite a fun side. I know that. Saturdays yeah. for fun. Yes. And, you know, I, I don't want to set the world's troubles right you know yes. I want to just have a little bit of light hearted fun and so I think you need people you can confide in and people you can have fun with yes. and, and they are kind of different and they're still old friends aren't they
0: there is yeah and I think there's a time in your life as well where you probably I would have found um When I got my first job, so I was just out of college, it was like the new Maraid or, you know, the the person that I could now be because it's like there's no restrictions anymore. There's not the college. There's not the educational side. You're living on your own. You're choosing your own house. You're more independent and everything. I would have met two very good friends at that time in my very first job. um, And we're still best friends. Like, I mean, best friends. One of them just rang me there this morning. The other one, I talk to her every day on FaceTime. I'm godmother. Yeah, godmother. yeah, godmother to one of their children. Like, I know those since my early 20s. And honestly, you know, you could tell them thing. Like, I mean, yeah. fantastic friends. Um, And then last year we were saying, like you know, new friendships. Last year I started golf and I met another new friend yeah. and we're... Best
1: friends as well. And it's lovely to have new friends as well. But I think new friends is. are refreshing. That's why yes. I, I, I'm emphasizing that. It They're, really is it's refreshing for you it and is. it's and good for you as well. Like last year, you know, it just, just I think a lot of people after COVID were looking for these new fun things to do. Yes. And the other thing, so we mentioned Banshees there, and just to yes. you know, there's loads of things you can talk about that. But I mean, the thing I was interested in. Sorry, was, we're talking about the Banshees of an yes. Yes, Banshees yeah. of an <laughs> not just Banshees in <laughs> yeah, general. It's like, wait a second. And you know, I mean, it's obviously a beautiful film and all of that. But one of the things, you know, it, there it is obviously centered around a friendship that is um, where one one mm-hmm. you know two guys who are who are Colman who are who are big buddies forever, and uh, and one wants to end the friendship and just says. I don't like you anymore as a reason and he says but you liked me yesterday and he says well did I you know so it's all a little bit it's all very Mm -hmm. um, obscure but he absolutely wants to end this friendship but the point is I suppose just looking at it through this lens that we're on the point is what really struck me was well he's living on an island they've clearly been doing the same thing together you know going to the pub having the pints and all that and it's become a complete and total Mm -hmm. pattern and a great interreliance. fine but of course, it, it shines up that it was too reliant. Yes. And people do that. They over rely on one or two friends. Mm-hmm. And then you're vulnerable um, because you should have like a scaffolding. Mm-hmm. Their friendships and bonds and connections are like a scaffold for your life. Yes. And if the more parts there are to it, the stronger it is and the more flexible it is yeah. when the winds, if you like, and the stresses come. So that was a big vulnerability in that he was you know, over-reliant on There it. has to
0: be a full circle. I remember years ago that I had a friend that they only came to me if they had a problem, but mm. never to celebrate the fun stuff. Um, and there's only so much that you can take when you kind of realise I'm the person that always gets the drama call, not the, oh, guess what? We're, do you yeah. want to go out for drinks on Friday night or whatever? Yeah. Um, and you do have to kind of realise and pull back from it. And um, resist it a little. Yeah, and yes. I actually sometimes feel sorry as well for people that We'll say are married into um, brothers-in-laws and sister-in-laws and yeah. everything like that because you are kind, especially. I like I I meet those people, um, sometimes along the way in that they they might be single and therefore they have all these sister-in-laws, you know, and mm-hmm. they find it quite difficult where to fit in within that. So it, you know, it's very important to have boundaries and to
1: realise what's good and what's not and how to kind of pull away from them as well and how to pull away and And yeah. I think people feel very guilty about this thing of stepping back from a relationship yeah. but you know I know we heard a lot about cobwebbing in um, January thought it was a good old um, term actually you know yes. sort of dusting out your relationships it sounds a little mercenary but but perhaps we do it unconsciously anyway so it's mm-hmm. really about you know just stating it and making it a bit more explicit but the truth is in all parts of our life we have to be active I think kind of intentional and, um, yes. and I think I think looking at your relationships and just saying, where is my energy going? I I find personally, I've become Mm -hmm. very conscious of it. And I did actually that that very word sort of made me think, right, well, where is my energy going in in some of these relationships? And, um, and who do I need to sort of, you know, pull back slightly from or just try a little less hard? And, um, because sometimes you can keep um, trying and reaching out to I've people said it to you before. and they don't reach yeah. back and you're, you're reaching out again and you think, yeah. well, sorry, why am I doing that? Yes. Um, and you can be just doing it because maybe you're a little kinder or you're a little more social but in reality, it sh- there should be an equivalence. Yes. And um, that's what you have to watch I've said for. it before in romantic relationships but
0: I'll definitely say in friendships: friendship, some people are drains, some people are radiators. Some people yes. give you heat and energy, some people suck the life out of you. So you have to look at that. Now, what I will say as well is when people are going through a difficult time you know there has yes. to be a little bit of leeway there if you're a good friend you have to look at yourself as well and not just be the friend that is um, only there for the fun Yeah, because that's what true friendship is. You know, um, one of the girls that I just spoke about a few moments ago, her grandmother died um, this Mm -hmm. week and they're going down to Cork to the funeral and everything. And like I rang her yesterday, they have two daughters and I just said, I'll just take care of the girls for the weekend. Yeah,
1: but that's a very big kind thing to do. Well, absolutely. Well, they're fabulous
0: girls in fairness, Mm -hmm. you know, they're easy, they're easy mind. But, you know... um, I know if it was the other way around there'd be no problem with that as well and that's yes. what friendship is I think sometimes it's just the unselfish just like I'm here
1: yes you know well, and here's a, like what you're what you're saying there like say her mum was her mum no died, her, her grandmother. Yeah, grandmother had died and so they're going yeah. off to, to that and I mean that's the, the mm-hmm. other thing I think friends don't maybe when they have a when there's a grief or something like that and there's a lot of family in the beginning mm-hmm. it's you really come into play as a friend a little bit down the road, maybe a week or two later. That's when they need you the most, isn't yes, it? Yes, that is. And yeah. I remember, it's just when you mentioned somebody dying. And I remember in my 20s noticing I was at um, at a funeral. It was, I think it was my dad at that point. I was 28-ish. And uh, and I had was working in this organization. And I know it was a little bit down the country. And I was new enough in it. You know, I yes. was new enough in it. But there was nobody from the work had come. And I remember that gap. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That you thought you'd friends, but they weren't friends enough to come to that. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So that's Mm -hmm. where friends can come in to play. You know, just by being there, just being present, that's it. Now, I think when when funerals are near us, we do it. But, you know, sometimes it takes that extra little push. See the way friends would sometimes be there if it's a funeral.
0: OK, what happens then if you're in a relationship and your husband just ups and leaves or your wife just ups and leaves? and like it's not sometimes it'd be easier if they were dead <laughs> you know but what I, would, what I say is well, like it's a, cl- it's a clearer role people it is a clearer role but yes. what happens when they've just disappeared they've disappeared off the face of the earth like you, mm. th- where are those friends then like, are they taking sides are they yeah. like it's very there's no I sometimes think the
1: friendships are very complicated nobody really talks about them no that's a really you know? good point I think friends are very compromised yes. sometimes they take sides Yes. sometimes they've been told an awful lot Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've always tried not to take sides, but that can be very, very difficult. Yes. Um, but I think it's really important, in so far as we can. But but you see, what happens with a couple is they break down usually for about two years, and mm-hmm. in that time they tell somebody everything, and they keep telling and telling, and so you can't. It's very hard for you not to be, form some view, but really when people separate the ideal is that and I certainly do it with with invitations invite them both and let them decide between them who comes that's a good idea you know it's a simple thing but but, but friendships get very strange because often you know let's say you're friends with the girl Mm -hmm. she people want you to take sides Yes. That's, a, that's a difficulty. I know. Well, you shouldn't expect someone to take a side hour. But I think after separations, people do kind of. Okay, like you're yeah. my friend or you're her friend or you're his friend. You know, yeah. there's a kind of an ownership. And I often think, you know, um, friends often become like children mm-hmm. in the divorce. Yeah. They kind of fight over them.
0: I think if that's the case, you probably need to really go and speak to someone like yourself or a therapist or something because that's just actually putting more petrol on the crack that's going on in your life anyway. You yes, know, like you need yeah. a lot more clarity. Like at that stage, maybe is that why the marriage broke up if that if you know, if you're that kind of you petty, you know, like if there's not that level of accountability and clarity within your life.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think it happens a fair bit though. And I yeah. think I think often men um are Left out of that, if you like, yes. that that because uh, women are better mm-hmm. at relation at, at at sort of that extended friendship, yes. social relationship thing, building that yes. social universe. So they're inclined to tend relationships, whereas men kind of are more compartmentalised and they get on with it and deal with their life and their work. And you know they're kind of like that in the recovering from separation. Mm-hmm. And I think they often lose a lot of friends as a result. And they have to be careful on that front. Yeah. A lot of people
0: that come to me for matchmaking. Where when I meet them for consultation, and they do say to me, I don't have very many friends at the moment or, you know, like they're starting out on this journey. They've decided mm. they really want to get their their life in a particular direction. They really want to meet somebody. So there's a few things that I actually say to them. First of all, what I say is you know where's the fun in your life because i ask them what they like to do for hobbies and very often people are like i like to go for walks i like to watch movies i like to you know watch sports like they're all very insular there's no, not a lot of friendship there like that's not fun okay no. there's no fun like I, when i talk about fun it's like having the crack laughing with you others know, with others okay so yes. what i say to them first of all is um Where's the fun? Okay. So if you don't have fun, if you can't list out hobbies and stuff like that, because we very often did when we were growing up, I would say to people, okay, think about that because you're going to dramatically increase your chances of meeting new people and finding love if you're doing something that's fun. Yes. So the first thing I say to people is when you go home this evening, get a blank piece of paper and I want you to draw on it the next six months. So we're, like, we're in February now, but we'll just say January, February, March, April, May, June. Okay. Yep. I want you to go on at least one date a month. I think mm-hmm. it's very important if you are actively dating because otherwise you're not practice, actively dating. Practice, yes, practice, absolutely. <laughs> It'll decrease the loneliness, d- decrease the chance of you settling, all of those things. Second of all, I want you to line up a number of different fun things. that, Like, night. Write down all your friends, okay? Everybody you've lost touch with over the last yes. while and I want you to actively put something in the diary. Not just say, oh, we'll catch up soon. Actively put something yes. in the diary with so, with at least one of those people over the next six months. Now, don't invite them all over for a party like tomorrow or this weekend. No,
1: individual reach out. Because then you
0: only get one night out and you kind of have to be a little bit strategic when you are... Alone. Single. Yeah. You need to have lots of different groups and everything. Mm. So what I would say is... Line up a night out with each of those. It can be a day thing or whatever. But, you know, if you're single, why not do something that you potentially could meet somebody? So, like I would say to people at the moment, the Six Nations are coming up. So That's five matches over the next couple of weeks. Starting this weekend, you know, get out and maybe go to pubs with good Guinness. That's fair enough. Now, that's fun. It doesn't all have to be revolving around alcohol. Yeah. But then I also say to them, and I did this myself, so I, I'm not saying to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Start something new. Yeah. Every month for the next six months. It's okay. Key. It is that's key. key. I started golf and I have met so many fabulous people, including a new best friend. Okay. Yeah. Which is fantastic. And lots of other acquaintances that I wouldn't have known uh, before. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't help that when I go out to the golf club, half the ladies out there are like, oh, you must find me a husband. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm <laughs> off shooting. That's, Tuesday. Why, they're, yeah, that's yeah. why they're your best friend. That's right? it, yeah. <laughs> uh, No, this lady is married, luckily. But there, there's a few of them out there. You know yourself. Know, it's lovely. the fun of it. I get that yeah. a lot, in fairness. Yeah. But, um, you know, What I would say is start new things. Now, some of them might work. Some of them might not. Exactly. Even yoga. Okay, fair enough. You're going to meet loads of ladies there, but you might do something new. I was telling you as well that I have been talking about, I've mentioned it before in the podcast, but I'm actually doing it now. Yeah. Um, I'm organizing girls, evenings, nights out, lots of different things. Love it. I've been in talks with... Cookery classes, um, that is just for meeting new friends, because I think there's so Almost many people like a there. networking, like oh, a social networking. And the thing is, there's so many women in business networks and everything yes. always needs an agenda just for fun. fun. I love it. Just for fun. Yeah. Anybody can come. I'd actually prefer if they came on their
1: own than with somebody. Because if they're and with that person, yes. they'll be looking after them.
0: And yeah. just like kind of supper evenings, people getting around, having a bit of fun, and mm. um, Exchanging numbers, that's no problem. We'll facilitate that like we always do um, with any events. Um, I have lots of great ideas. I'm not yes. going to give away all the no, ideas yet. But, but I but think that, that,
1: that is such a good thing. Will table. be
0: launched in the next month. 100% Lovely. I'm hoping to have it done before International Women's Day, which is the 8th of March. Now, if there's any men listening to this podcast, I'm looking to do a men's one as well. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't realise is during a table for six when I had those dating events, yes, we had a lot of bromances. So basically, men yeah. becoming best friends. Yeah. Um, and then women as well that would meet for brunch maybe the next day. The amount of people that have written to me say I was best man at a guy's wedding or a couple that met on it. And so, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I'm promoting. Friendships, basically. Friendships, and I think uh, I mean it's a real contribution.
1: No, exactly. It's not just about. It's not just about the matchmaking side of it. It is just recognizing that because you've always said that to me. It's one of the things we really kind of connected on. You said, you know, there's a lot of people out there very lonely, especially after COVID. And the other thing, you know people don't reach out as much we've all been stuck behind the mask we've all mm-hmm. been kept away from each other there's um, I mean I'm always struck by the fact that there's no chatting up anymore you know yes. I mean when I was out don't and about speak for yourself I'm well in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know I know and uh, but you know when, when I was sort of really in the dating mode the chat up was everything and the buzz you would get from that and the you know that feeling of compliment and the Mm -hmm. and you know it wasn't lewd or it wasn't you know anything that's non-PC it was you know you came out of that feeling you know you're attractive you're Mm -hmm. desirable you're kind of gorgeous and you're good fun and and you get those kind of how would I say sort of affirmations and Mm -hmm. and I think people are a bit lost for that it's it's you know it's online swipe swipe it's um it's disappointing go you know. Disappointing dates and people are struggling a little, so I think what you're offering there is going to be something very special. I think I like like it, it needs
0: to be, but I also think people need to be kind and more generous because I think I feel better if I give someone a compliment. um I actually during lockdown I had a funny situation where I was out for dinner in Nase, my friend Natalie, and went up to the went into the bathroom and he was chatting away to this lady in the bathroom. She had a mask on, I had a mask on, so I didn't. You know, it's just chatting away. Mm-hmm. I was like, Love your dress, love the shoes. She's like, Oh, you, I love your dress, love your shoes. And big chat in the toilet. Nice. Anyway, And we left. Great. Yeah. Went down to the bar and downstairs. And I'm sitting there maybe an hour later. And she comes over. She's like, Is your name right? And I was like, Yeah. And I was like, She looked familiar immediately. Anyway, yes. I'd set herself in her. her she took the mask fiance, off. Yeah. That was <laughs> it. See, downstairs in the bar, yes, we had course. our mar- masks off. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, we were in the bathroom initially. I'd set herself and her partner up two years beforehand and they'd just gotten engaged and oh so like goodness. then of course no masks needed then she was giving me hugs and everything I was <laughs> like so much for Covid but Warmest you know it's, but it. I was delighted that I had. So I didn't know who she was, but in the bathroom, I was like, I love your dress. And actually, I yeah. think there was hearts on her dress, which so is nearly really. funnier, you know, yeah. but it is. I think. But I think you, when have you that meet somebody and it comes across. But I think everybody should. And if you're not a yeah. confident person, maybe start with giving people a compliment because yeah. it'll always be received well. Yeah, there, now in Ireland, good. might be, oh, this old thing or cheese pennies, you know, whatever yeah. it could be. But. Yes. And if you get it's a compliment, a nice try to not increase. to say
1: that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Try and change the... Yeah. the no, but, and what you're saying there are like small things for reach out. Yes. You know, when you're very confident and I would definitely put myself in that category, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very confident with people. I'm very comfortable. I can walk into a room with 40 people. But, you know, I wasn't like that when I was 20 and I yes. wasn't like that probably when I was 30. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a these are skills that you develop in life and there are skills involved giving a compliment, it's going to be received well. Um, opening a conversation with somebody. And and it doesn't have to be prying. It can be something that's very common, just something common that's around. Yeah, gentle. In, it's exactly, and people respond to it. And I remember uh, being in the company of uh, a, a man who was in very kind of posh boarding school in the UK, and he was sitting beside me at a dinner, and I was really struck by this. And he was talking, say I was to his left, and he was talking to a woman on his right, and he asked asked her a number of, obviously, questions and it seemed like he was just getting these monosyllabic answers, you know, mm-hmm. yes, no, no. And he turned around to me and he said, well, she has had the three questions now, three opportunities, and that's it. My work is done. He said when they were in school, yes. they had been taught always to ask three questions. Okay. Of people, you know, to, yes. to kick off conversations, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of, you know, who do you know in the company or um, how did you you know, how did you get yeah. her tonight? How did you travel to her tonight? Um, what do you do? Where are you from? You know, yes. simple things, mm-hmm. simple sort of um, startups. But if you get a monosyllabic answer, the just yes, no, or mm-hmm. maybe three times, that's it, out. Three yes. strikes, you're out. So I kind of keep that rule in me. So remember, mm-hmm. when you're asked a question, in that sense, when somebody's opening up with you or trying to open it up, yes. you do have to kind of take up take the ball and run a little bit with it yes. and oh thank you for asking you know well actually it was this and was that try and you know it's open that out slightly. funny you should say this because I actually have this conversation a lot
0: because partly to do with dating is people like what do we talk about on a date so I regularly talk about the art of great conversation essentially what that is it should be 50 50 first of all yeah, and you should and generally yeah. when you've answered ask somebody a question and you should listen to what they're saying instead of just ans- just listening to answer. Yeah. um, They are t- great conversation though if you're really good it should be 40-60 with the other person talking about 60% and you talking about 40%. And so Very often what ladies say to me and some men, their main frustration when they're doing something like online dating is they feel like they're interviewing someone because they're asking them, well, what do you like to do for fun? Where do you like to go on your holidays? Have you booked anything this year? How was your Christmas? How was Mm. your weekend? Whatever the questions are. Mm. And sometimes you get these guys and they look great. Like we've all probably been on dates with guys that look great, but there's not much conversation flowing. Mm. And, you know, you're asking them, have you been on nine trips this year? No you question mark and you're like nah well I've got something booked and I don't have something booked whatever it is and you're elaborating but they're shutting it down then eventually it's like this is like pulling teeth now sometimes you can say oh I just feel like I'm asking you all the questions or anything you'd like to know about me yes but it's not. And it's the same with friendships. If you don't have friendships, maybe it's something you could look at is the art of conversation. Yeah.
1: Things that you and could And what ask. you're giving out and yes. how you're receiving, what you're receiving. You know, I mean, you're absolutely right. And being check, generous. Check with, yourself. Yes. um, Because what I hear back... And mm-hmm. I mentioned this to you. Yes. What I hear back a lot from guys um, mm-hmm. on dates, and I know I've mentioned it in another podcast, is that they feel very interrogated. Yes, and you you did, um, that, yeah. and I think people should be aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know, as they say, men are people too, yes. and uh, they have lives and hurts and difficulties and mm-hmm. trajectories that have been very hard for them. And and they have got themselves to the place where they're now maybe dating again mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, and these are good guys. And uh, so maybe be sure to be generous from the beginning it's, it doesn't mean you don't notice but be, be open hearted I would say it's the type of questions because
0: sometimes ladies can have the chat the checklist you know so it's like what type of job have yes. you do you own your own house where are you living oh what type of car do you drive like they're all very materialistic things and somebody mm. can see through that very quickly so realistically so. if you're good in the art of conversation you should complement people's characteristics mm. so instead of saying to them oh I like your car that's like 120 grand isn't it or something like that yeah, instead base, saying to them, yeah if you even say to them I like your car well me, you drive mm. Um, you know uh, what about, are you into
1: cars yeah or something? what about instead of or, like if you think about this instead of asking the concrete questions like you should be able to to discern somebody's position and you I know people like like Mm -hmm. a a partner to be you know Mm it's in some there's lots of similarities that you like but how about instead saying you know something like um asking about what was the happiest day of your life yes uh, what is there what is there you know is there something in your childhood that you would love and value for your own children years to come I'm just yeah, saying that no, I know that's those, first date, I know, and can, but it's second or if, third how date. you put them in now can come across cheesy as well because if you've yeah.
0: been on a lot of dates but I do get where you're coming from yes. and also Opening it up. instead of asking them you know like oh and do you think you'll have a promotion next year asking them like what's your favourite part of your job yes. like why did you choose to do that did you always want to be a nurse look for the person that's it And you learn a lot more by that sort of answer and like what you're saying yes. there as to what they value you know the six yes. characteristics as I always talk about it, when we're looking for um, matches for people is someone that's kind and I mean genuinely kind not just when they basically want to get you into bed that sort but like yeah. kind happy healthy looks after their appearance has good values and is actually ready to date they're the six characteristics it doesn't matter you if you're for. male yep. female straight, and I think friendships as well if you have a friend that's talking about everybody else behind their back Mm. Guess what? They're doing the same to you. For sure. Okay. Yes. Uh, If you can't confide in somebody, and these are reasons that I would have ended friendships, um, The people don't value maybe your partner as well. Like you've chosen that person. If they, you know, um, don't appreciate the person that you have in your life or all the time trying to get you to break up with them, like you have to remember, and this is something I say as well for a lot of people that are single. It was very comfortable and it was very easy for your friend, for you to be single because they can ring you at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. They know you're not doing anything and they ask you to go for brunch. All of a sudden, then you're spending every weekend with somebody. You know what? If you start telling them stories of all these red flags or do you know what he did? He was 10 minutes late twice. They're going to say, oh God, I wouldn't be standing for that now. The same lady might have to ask her husband, can she, can she go to the shop or might get in trouble yeah. every time an ASOS package. So you get
1: your advice. Yes, is what yes.
0: I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's, so watch your friendship. They still want to see you happy. Yes, but can sometimes can be inconvenient that you've met somebody.
1: Very much inconvenient, and I think there can be a lot of resentment. Yes, and um, uh, and it can be unspoken mm-hmm. and just acted out, and you know, um, yes. acted out in in the arrangements with you and whatever. And I think it's it can be very hard to navigate that. But from the other side as well, because if mm-hmm. you're the person who has just fallen in love, there is always that huge yearning to be with the person and to spend all your time and, but. Caution and I know we've talked yeah. a lot about going slow, but just remember friends friends are a really important part of your life. They have to they have to give you some leeway as well. Mm-hmm. But But it is important not to drop your friends. I know that seems simple and people say, oh, I know, and I wouldn't do it. But actually, you do do it. The truth is what people do is suddenly they are not available on the Saturday night. They are not available any of the nights. And I understand that. Mm -hmm. But you have to be aware that it does hurt people when you cut out of their life very quickly. So give them the nod. Say, look, I'm really sorry. I'm kind of up to my eyes in this. This is what, you know, and you're not going to be as available and you are going to move on because friends are friends have different phases in your life. You mentioned it. The very beginning about when people have children, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have time you hardly have time for friends when yeah. your children are young. You're you're usually Completely well your priority is different as well. You're trying to
0: keep two, I'm saying two because my sister just it's came impossible. up from Australia with a two year old and a five month old. Like Mind you're trying to keep kids. two little people alive. Yeah. yeah. Mind <laughs> those kids. And your
1: relationship and I'm sure And a small as well, bit yeah. of attention to your relationship yes. and try and get um, some extra hours sleep somewhere and I can tell you the last thing that you, you're mm-hmm. able for is that night out. So Absolutely. So friends need to understand that and it's going to be coffees for a while. Yeah and
0: in fairness I actually have a friend that I, she had three kids I'm, as I said, godmother to one of her children and so I for years would go over to her because yeah. it was easier than her family coming over to me it helped now she had a big house and I pretty much have my own bedroom in the house and lovely. it's great auntie Maria arrives and I get hugs from all directions they're nice. great kids but um, you know I would have went over there but she would invite me to everything she'd be like we're going here we're going there let's yeah. do these things lovely. and so there was a balance in our friendship and we appreciate each other you know yeah, which lovely. I like it just works well so it does.
1: Yeah. Um, Can I mention one yes. other thing and that is how couples are with with people who are single and the yes. friendship that they allow yes. to happen because I always think that people are a little bit slow to bring in the single person yes. a, into their company and, um, and I think that's a real pity first of all I think they bring something different the only thing is definitely I think
0: some people are easy fit into company yes. I think other people are difficult company so that's the thing as well. If yeah. you're not being invited places, maybe look at why you're not being invited places.
1: Like I would be invited. But there's two sides. There couples don't bother either. They don't. Either they get very true. settled and happy that's and true, sitting yeah. sitting with their bottle mm-hmm. of wine. And um, instead of including yes. somebody, uh, one or two of their friends and mm-hmm. saying, you know, it's Saturday, whatever, you know, yeah. once a month, keep up. So. I'm just saying couples can do a little. They can, you're you're actually
0: very right. Yeah. I, you know, I have friendships that when I was single, um, they would invite me here. That that lady that I just said, you know, mm. like, are you coming to the races? Are coming you coming on holidays? Yeah. yeah. Al- always come over for a Saturday night. Yeah. Very often. Like maybe it has to change. That's but it. it can
1: reformat. Yes, it can absolutely. Be different.
0: But I think as a friend then as well. So like if when I was going for dinner with them and it was just me and so there's three of us going for dinner, great. Like, I would take an turns of paying, you know, Yeah. You don't be stirring up arguments, those sorts of things. And you know, everybody... In. But it's definitely, I would be friends with yeah. my friends' husbands. Like, yes. definitely, you know, um, and would, if they said oh I'm looking at a handbag at the moment whatever I might send the husband a text and say come here if you're stuck for a Christmas present she's mad after this handbag which actually yes. happened this year you know yeah. so it is an
1: interesting one for your boundaries with couples and singles yes. right? it's just, just, it's just mm-hmm. come to my mind But uh, so I would always have been like that yes. because I'd been separated myself I really valued a friend who used to invite me uh, mm-hmm. you know to dinners and whatever so I really always kind of hold that in my mind when I see people separated or whatever yes. and because you know those Sundays are long and uh, times you know long bank holiday weekends when they're not back in new relationships mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard and yes. I used to find Sundays really difficult when I was um, yeah. separated and you kind of imagine everybody's having a great time as I say maybe they're all fighting at home I don't know but I remember this particular girl so I was in my new relationship you know um, with, with Leem who I eventually married and all that but I had a friend who she wouldn't have been a huge friend but she was a good friend and um, so I used to include her quite a lot. She was yes. a great old company and I used to include her a lot on Saturday nights and um, particularly that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like if we were going to a restaurant somewhere you know we would mm-hmm. um, include her in not all the time obviously but um, something went wrong with her boundaries. Oh. She began then to call my husband and arrange the dinners with him. Oh, and, no. And he'd let me know. And I thought, whoa, no, no this no, is going no, wrong. No, no, no. But I raise it only, needless to say, I did sort it because I've always been kind of good on boundaries. Yes. And um, I did sort it. I no. definitely knew that was wrong on her part. And she should have known that. But yes. maybe what it highlights is you see that there was an inappropriate line mm-hmm. there. There is. In her mind. Yes. You know, she was friends with me. Mm-hmm. So her her contacts should have come through me. Always. And I would not be tight tight in any way. Yeah, I'm very flexible but that was wrong and it felt mm-hmm. wrong and I did listen to myself straight away. So maybe that's just an important point to mention about boundaries. Oh, there is definitely. Mm. Like if I actually looked at the
0: my friend's husband's messages on my phone. It's generally a photograph of them at the races where she probably would have said, Here, give me the phone because I've mine's in the car or something and sent it. Or Yes. Um, you don't communicate with him no, directly. Or it's like um Natalie said or whatever, she be there at three o'clock. You yeah. know, that sort of way there isn't and there should be that boundary. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And
1: it's not about being tight or controlling no, it's or he's knowing
0: knowing the, the boundary, 100%. knowing the boundary. A hundred percent, yeah.
1: Yeah an important 100%. point and yeah. maybe just remember that if, oh, if we're including in be. couples yes. and
0: singles and all of that absolutely yeah. um, one of the things you were saying there about Sundays would be a long day for you and just yeah. as it comes up um, I think if somebody is single I really am thinking a great thing to do is go on a date to yourself once a month on the sunday. Mm. So if you find Sunday's long like you the bank holiday is coming up, I think everybody should be going on a date themselves. I think as well you should celebrate being single. I think you should buy yourself a birthday present. Um if you have single friends, it's Valentine's Day coming up. Maybe send them Valentine's cards like it is tough. Like very a lot of people celebrate Galentine's Day like their gal pals. Yes, yes. Um but and you why know, not? yeah, but it's actually yeah. just thinking about them, you know. Um and celebrating the friendship as well as everything else.
1: Yeah, because all the connections and friendships are what build your life. Of course, romance is what, and love eventually Mm -hmm. will, you will will find your way to it and it will find its way to you. But you know, I think sometimes people, don't fully get that you have to have a full life anyway and this is what I think why we're talking about friendships because you have to have a completely full life and then look how much more you're bringing to the table I mean I don't want if 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 I'm 35 I don't want to go out with somebody who has no friends I don't want to go build my life with somebody who doesn't know how to reach out and make friends build friendships mind them as I say interact with people in a good way and I think sometimes people think that just sort of happens you know you kind of like tripping yeah. over your shoes, it just sort of happens. It doesn't happen. People who have a big social life, they actually they mm-hmm. look after it. And the way they look after it is, they they follow up with texts with people. They yeah. reach out to people. Mm-hmm. They um, remember. Maybe they don't remember birthdays and buy big presents, but they maybe send them a text thinking of you what, today to a text? say, "You know, yeah, your mom is this or that." Yes, or I know that. Reaching like, out, yeah. Have the conversation. It's thoughtfulness that that mm-hmm. it's a nurturing of all your relationships yes. there's one thing in that new york times thing if i may say and i just put it out there you mentioned try something new 100% yeah. another thing is have an 8 minute phone call with somebody in your you know friendship group and yes. ha- do that once a week in other words that you do that reach out yes. make it part of your almost like a rhythm in your life yes. you shouldn't you know I have I have clients now I know you would say well maybe they have you know issues and difficulties but there many living absolutely perfectly normal lives they just have one myself. or two issues there is but no issues it's just that they're
0: yeah, struggling with something
1: something yeah but, but, but for many with particularly with the remote working and mm-hmm. the fact that people are at home a lot looking into screens you have to have to have to set up a plan for yourself yeah. and be intentional about reaching out because yes. it's just not something that's happening. We used to meet people on the bus. We used to meet people at the office. Mm -hmm. As they say, I know that we all talk about the water cooler moments, you know, and the chit chats there. But they're not there much anymore. They're certainly cut in half or two yes. thirds with the remote working. So you need to decide what are you doing to clean up and build up that scaffolding in your social life. Um, I
0: also think as well, people are in relationships and lonely. People are, have friends and they're lonely. Uh, especially, as you mm-hmm. said, working from home when when everything kind of kicked off mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah. Basically, people went from having these great social lives to one, uh, living alone, working alone, all their couldn't meet friends and stuff because of bubbles. And um, if we actually think about it now, and then all their lifestyle was closed off. Yeah, so, so difficult. you know, and a lot of people didn't pick back up on those. So it That's is important right. to mind your friendships. If you have friends, what I would say to you is get in contact with them this week, not next week. The weekend is coming, you know. Make a list of them all, especially anybody you haven't been talking to and just reach out to them. And then try and arrange, put something in the diary. In the book. Over the next six months. Yep. Uh, and try and do that every month you know especially if you're single try and go on one day a month if you're not single but try and organise something with a different friend or other friends um Every yep. month and then start something new as well. Mm-hmm. And
1: I will be launching my I don't even um, know what I'm calling yet, but it's coming. That's what I'm good? But and and last sort of from my side, yes. I would just say be intentional. It doesn't happen by accident. No. Make a plan along the lines of what you're saying and anything else maybe that you can draw out of what we've been saying in this podcast. Yes. And just remember that connections, strong bonds, strong friendships, and we're not talking about one friend, we're talking about an array and a variety, yes. as I say, of of friendships and connections they are protective against stress mm. depression and the research shows us 100% that people are happier they feel yeah. more valued in life and they actually also people who have strong connections have tended to have longer lives yes. research is there to back all of that up so out you go and yes. as they say let's practice what we preach yeah exactly have more fun thanks thank so million yeah thank you Stephanie You've been listening to Tough Love with me, Stephanie Wiegand. And me, Mairead Lachman. If you would like to book a private
0: consultation with Stephanie and I in anything related to dating or relationships... Things like, is the spark on your relationship? Do you suspect your partner is cheating on you? Have you found messages on your partner's phone? Have you cheated on your partner? How to tell your partner that you're pregnant? Uh, Has your partner become distant? Or do you know where to start with dating? Visit our website, toughlove.ie and visit us on Instagram either.